when we learn how to get the man, right, our anxiety increases. And so when we get the guy, because we are terrified he's going to leave, we constantly wonder if we are good enough for him. Hey, loves. My name is Dantea, and I'm your fave self-worth therapist and coach. And this is my show, Situationship. This show is about getting out of toxic situationships that go beyond partners to family and friends and everything in between to living a life of joy and self-worth. Okay, let's get into it. Hey loves, welcome back. Let's just jump right into it today, shall we? So for some time now, like truly for some time, for some weeks now, months, probably since the beginning of the show, I have been wanting to have this conversation that we're going to have today. I just wasn't sure exactly when or how that, how I wanted to do this, right? So I have some notes here, so I want to make sure I say all the things and we're just going to keep moving forward. Okay. What really pushed this episode to come out was because I had a coaching session recently with one of my clients and it just helped me to like really remember this common struggle that we are all in that oftentimes is talked about but not talked about in the way that I do with my clients. So, you know, as women, including myself, we let men identify and own our worth. And it doesn't have to just be men, right? You know, on this show, like the focal point is like dating and relationships, right? And all those kind of things. However, we always talk about like family and friends and co-workers and all those kind of things. Because if we're letting men identify and own our worth, we're also doing that in other spaces, right? So no judgment. Stick with me. I'm going to explain it. So what do I mean by this? So in a recent episode, we shared a conversation I had with dating coach Anwar White, where I talked about worth, right? And how we often sometimes subconsciously and maybe even unintentionally put our worth in the hands of others. We put our self-worth in the hands of men, friends, family members, coworkers, bosses, you name it. Like it's just... It's just something that we do without kind of really questioning it. We don't do this because we want to do this. We do this because we learned very early on in childhood that you only get attention, love, and kindness if someone determines you deserve it. Like if they if they deem that you deserve attention, kindness, love, support, right? That that's what happens. So if you're in that, if you've been in that space as in childhood. This creates a cycle of performance, auditioning, adjusting for the other to get that like golden ticket of I get attention today or I get kindness today or I get picked today, right? So let me just kind of quickly talk about the difference between performance and learning the boundaries of a caretaker, right? So I don't want this to be confused when I'm talking about like performing, uh, auditioning, adjusting, it's when you can't get a read on someone who is like your parent, caretaker, whatever. You can't get a read on them. And only thing you can figure out is if I act this way, then I get this. If I act this other way, I get this. You can, you don't really know where the line is because the line keeps moving. Versus if you had a parent or caretaker 
that said, this is what I expect of you. I expect you to, um, trying to think, like make your bed in the morning. You know where the line is, you know what's expected. I expect you to say hi to me. I expect us to greet each other in the morning. That's kind, right? So if you didn't know that, if you didn't know the boundaries that, you know, that you will need to stay in, then you will wake up in the morning and you won't say hi to anyone because that wasn't expected. I wasn't talked about. However, the person that wants you to say hi to them in the morning will have attitude, will maybe be like snippy and you don't know what's going on. They're unable to say it, so you don't know. So then you're trying to figure out, what did I do wrong? Let me make them cookies so they'll love me today. And you see, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just turns into this very performance, auditioning, adjusting, right? Because you don't know versus having clear boundaries, right? So hopefully that makes sense. If it doesn't, hit me up and I'm totally fine to talk to you more about it. So if you are in this place of, yeah, that's me for sure, constantly performing, constantly auditioning myself for people, constantly adjusting, right? That's what we're going to be talking about today and how that has got us to seeing our worth through the eyes of men. For me, I put my worth in others for most of my life, like most of my life. It really wasn't until 2019 where I stopped defaulting to that shit. Like, where I was like, okay, he must choose me, this must happen, or oh, I must do this, and oh my gosh, do this and have him call you back, or, or but they say, don't do that so he can call you back. Don't look too desperate, uh, you know, right? So I had like little pockets along the way though, it just wasn't 2019, boom, here I am. There were little pockets along the way where I was kind of like busting out of this belief that my worth must come through the eyes of the other, right? So in 2015, where I was dating this guy, one of my most intense situationships, canceled my flight to meet him in San Francisco for Valentine's Day, 24 hours before I was supposed to board. 24 hours before I was supposed to board, right? That was one moment, that was a one pocket in my life where I was like, oh, I put too much of my sense of self, my worth, my fun, my travel, my, right. All of that is, was in his hands. Cause it was awful checking in for a flight. And it's like, flight's been canceled or can't, can't find this flight or something like that. Right. Like something really crazy. Another pocket when I allowed is when I allowed my ex to come in and out of my life, whenever he fucking felt like it, whenever he felt like it. Right. I met this man and when did I meet him? Gosh. 2013, 2014, I can't remember when we met, but we met at one of those years and up until, oh man, 2019, 2018, no, 20, 2019, he allowed him to come in and out of my life, however and whichever, how long he wanted to stay. And so early on in those times, when he finally decided to be with me, mind you, he told me we were together. Like he came to come see me, we're long distance. He came to come see me. He's like, you know, this means we're together, right? And I was like, what? But of course I'm trying to act like, I'm not excited. Of course I'm trying to act like, I'm not gonna say yes immediately because this is all I've been waiting for, you and I together. Finally check it off the um, box of life, right? A task for life, husband, check, you know, whatever. But on the inside, I finally felt like life 
finally had meaning, right? Like that's the kind of mindset that our society can push on us. We feel like you have to have these things in order to have a life that's like worth bragging about, right? Like just saying that again right now takes me to a place of like such sadness and so caught up in others determining my worth. Like literally waiting to live my life until I was partnered, literally waiting to live my life until I made $100,000 a year or $80,000 a year, whatever it was at the time that I wanted to, that I really wanted to make, waiting to live my best life until I, I don't even know, right? I have no, I have no idea. There's so many things that until these things happen, I can't live my best life. So while I was waiting to be chosen, waiting to be told I was beautiful, I was important, that I was worthy enough to be boldly claimed to the world, right? Like once that happened, once it was like Instagram official and everyone knew we were together, that's when I knew I had like really climbed higher, higher. Like I've made it the kind of life goals, right? It's heartbreaking when I think about it. And I felt that way for many, for I can't even say many years, most of my life, majority of my life. Only until the past kind of three to four years, I've really been stepping away and breaking out of that cycle, right? So majority of my life. So we are told as women, we are told to be nice. We are told you need to learn how to cook to get a man and keep him. We need to be agreeable. We don't want to nag, you know, don't complain. Be his peace. Whatever the hell that means. Like, what? Be his peace. What about me? And basically just be silent, right? Moldable. Be inauthentic. Just... Be there for him in whichever way he means you. And take that as you will. And I mean that. That's kind of the conditioning that happens upon us where it's like, if you want a man, and that's that's the kind of rhetoric that, that men are and, and women are spreading out there too. Like if you want a man, you gotta do these things. And basically it all boils down to be silent, be domesticated, and just go along with whatever he wants to do. Because you'll lose him if you don't. So when we learn how to get the man, right, our anxiety increases. And so when we get the guy, because we are terrified he's going to leave, we constantly wonder if we are good enough for him, right? So I do all these things to get the man. And now that I have him, oh my gosh, is he going to leave me? What if I stop doing things? What if I didn't cook today? Is he going to leave me? What if I didn't have sex with him today? Is he going to leave me, right? And it's just constantly just go back and forth of like, I don't know the rules. I don't know the boundaries. I don't know what's expected. I don't want him to leave. Like, it took so long. It took so hard. Do all these things that wasn't really me to get him anyways. There's that versus there's another option for you that I'm going to invite you to really sit with versus getting clear on your values, your wants and your needs and your expectations around communication and relationship values. Right. And I know let's be really honest. I know that sounds really boring to talk about that kind of stuff. However, I'd rather you be a little bored, be a little uncomfortable, be, be, be a little lame and talk about these kind of things versus panicking, self-sabotaging, running away, getting in relationships just because it's there, not actually because it's a healthy and safe one for you, right? When we don't have a sense of what we want for ourselves and believe that our needs and values can be met, like if we don't think that our our true needs and values can be met, we fall prey to allowing the outside world to tell us what we should be doing, how we should feel, what we should want and even if we don't agree with those things, we feel like that's what I should be doing, right? Because that's what society says, whoever that person is. So think about this. 
what would it be like if you stopped auditioning men and instead had them audition for you? What if you auditioned your friends instead of auditioning for them? Now, you might be like, wait, what? <laughs> what does my friendships have to do with worth? If you're anything like me, which you probably are, which you probably are, you know, we're probably <laughs> very similar people. You probably attach really quickly to people. Like if you feel like this person, we have like a similar, we both love yellow, we both have the same dress on, or I express, I express interest in them and they express, express interest in me and maybe we linked arms because we're both at this conference together and we don't know anyone else. And so we're just gonna like be together really quickly forming these friendships, right? You quickly jump to calling this person a friend. You quickly jump to thinking this person is here for me. We are here together, right? We are here for each other through thick and thin. Like even if you only know the person for an hour. And again, no judgment. I this used to be my mo. Like I would collect friends like Pokemon cards. Truly, like all the time without ever questioning and really thinking about like what do I what am I needing? Who, what is this person really to me? Are they a friend? Because if I call them a friend, that means I do and behave and act and ask and speak in certain ways with a friend versus someone I just met. Right? I'm not thinking of protecting myself. Does that make sense? It's a conscience, conscience? <laughs> it's a conscious effort not to go there so quickly. Right? So this can happen because we are, let's be honest, I'm including myself here. This happens because we are desperately searching for the person across from us to give us validation. All we want is to check off our life to-do list. Happy friend groups, you know, girls trip, a husband, a house, a great career and kids. If you want offsprings, that's your thing, right? So anytime someone can potentially fit that bill, we are quick to drop our authentic selves, our values, our goals, our needs and wants because we don't want any of our real selves getting in the way of validation and worth. Does that make sense? We are so quick to not do our research, right? Not slow it down. If that person fits the bill, if it's a man, he's single. Great, right? Awesome, have what I need to do to get him so we can have kids and we can be married and we can have that life. Right. So we drop all these things because we don't want any of our real selves getting in the way of the validation and worth. Right. The worth that they see that they give to us. Now, notice I didn't say self worth. Self worth comes from within. It's a difference. So here's what I'd like you to do. And I, I think self worth is the most important thing. I want you to define your own definition of worth, like really, really, really define it. It might surprise you on the definition that you come up with. I also want you to look up the definition of worth, like literally put it in Google, type in worth definition, worth meaning, whatever, type that in. Then I want you to think about how you're going to start going about life, validating yourself first, telling yourself first that you are beautiful, that you deserve, and that you will get the love and support that you desire. Not just taking what's given to you because you feel like you have no other options, or I guess this is as good as it gets, or this is the best, even though I cry every week being with this person, right? Really start telling yourself 
what you want to hear from someone every day. That might be hard for you to say to yourself, but really what are the things you would say to yourself, what you would hear from someone if that person really loved you and had the best interest for you, right? So then I want you to let me know how it goes. Truly, hit me up. So if you have any questions, send them my way. We'd love to chat with you. If not, until next time, you got this. I believe in you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the show, loves. This show was produced by Mackenzie Mazell and me, Dantea. If you got a question you'd like me to answer, which I know you do, please send it to Dantea at soireesintherapy.com. That's S-O-I-R-E-E-S for soirees. When you do that, the answer might just become an episode, and I would love to keep talking about your question. Want to work with me? The link is in the show notes. I'll see you there, and I'll see you in the next episode. Okay.